This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. PBF Energy wants you to know hidden RIN costs are adding almost 30 cents to every gallon at the pump and pushing independent American refineries to the brink. It doesn't have to be this way. President Biden can lower gas prices and protect thousands of union refinery jobs by fixing the renewable fuel standard. And he should. Visit FuelingUSJobs.com slash take action to urge President Biden to stop the RIN sanity and fix the renewable fuel standard today. And guess where this additional billion gallons of biofuel is going to come from? It's going to come from abroad. That's not an American first energy policy. We're in this together. Labor's in this. Building trades are in this. Refiners are in this. American consumers need us to do this, too. Now across the Jacob Media Network, welcome to the Labor and Energy Show special. Exclusively presented by the PBF Energy Paulsboro Refinery and the PBF Delaware City Refinery in collaboration with the labor unions that build our communities. If you fix this RINs issue, you're looking at a reduction of 25 to 30 cents a gallon. This is the Labor and Energy Show, bringing labor leaders, national experts, and political influencers together to educate you about fancy terms like RINs and Reggie, while explaining the truth about energy independence. Welcome to the Labor and Energy Show with J-Doc and Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to another edition of the Labor and Energy Show as we come to you across the Jacob Media Network along with J-Doc. I'm Joe Krause. You know, J-Doc, as we begin another week of the Labor and Energy Show, we start this show today with gas prices now on the doorstep in some places almost $6 a gallon is absolutely insane. Um, And I have to start the show that way. I can't believe it. Well, I just got a call from John Bland of the Boilermakers Union uh, pointing that out uh, just yesterday. And we were just shaking our heads, of course. Uh, Very confusing time when it doesn't need to be that way. And having said that, um, you know, there's so much to talk about in in, in labor and energy. And and, um, we're going to we're going to start off this week with with, with, uh, uh, Jimmy Snell. We're going to have a great conversation. And then, by the way, Jimmy's going to be on again next week with Dave Callahan and Marcella Shale continuing the conversation. Yeah, no, good stuff. That big show next week um, with Mr. Callahan, Dave Callahan uh, from Marcella Shale. We'll be on location to put that broadcast together. Uh, we look forward to that. We'll bring Jim Snell uh, into the uh, conversation. Joining us here now on the Labor and Energy Show, another week in the books, uh, Jim Snell. But the conversation, in some ways, gets more difficult. I know that's why we're here to educate the public. But man, sometimes the conversation is really, really hard. Yeah, Joe uh, Krause and, and Jay Doc. Once again, thanks for uh, creating this forum. You know, to allow people like myself to to speak on uh, you know the topic of energy, which is just you know front and center in, in today's world. Um, yeah, I mean, these are to your point, Joe. These are extremely difficult uh, conversations. Um, you know, it wasn't too long ago when you know on this show, you know, uh, we had talked about possibilities of what could happen in Europe, all right? Um, God forbid this this lunatic dictator over there, you know, uh, Putin, shuts off uh, the valve and, and shuts off gas to, to our allies over there, 
right? We talked about that possibility. Yep. And sure enough, that's what's happening, okay? Uh, I believe it was a week or so ago he talked about shutting off the gas to Poland and Bulgaria, you know, uh, just to start. You know, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen to any other of our friends over there, but my guess is it probably will. So what happens? We need to be there for our allies. Everybody knows this, Republicans and Democrats, okay? You know, our environmental friends, you know, enough of the, enough of the, uh, you know, the, the, the wind and solar talk right now. This is critical. The world is at a crossroads right now, okay? We've always talked about uh, national security. It, it's no, no longer national security, okay? It's global security. We need to be the, the predominant leader in energy it's under our feet here in Pennsylvania, okay? And we need to unleash this, bottom line, to help our allies. Yeah, there's no question about it, Jimmy. And, and you know, listen, our, 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 our society is built on energy, okay? Yep. It's, 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 uh, it's our infrastructure. It's what we, it's how we breathe and it's how we sleep. It's how we cook. It's how we fuel ourselves. And somewhere along the line, somebody thought that we could just turn off the, the you know, the, the key there and, you know, we would just go in a different direction. And yet now we have a madman dictating to the world what's going on. And at the, at this point, we have our hands tied behind our back and we've tied our own hands behind our back. We need a plan B and we need to look in, with, with, with other solutions. We all care about the environment. We all know that. But guess what? We're in a situation now where we have opportunities, okay, and to to especially in the Philadelphia region. Now, what is the? Um, you, you sent me an article. It's in Forbes magazine, as the UK, and, and it's um, uh, it's by Daniel Markin. And, and 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 listen to this. This is the, the headline: As the Ukraine fights for its life, Philadelphia remains dormant. Jimmy, talk about that, man. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, that was a, uh, boy, what a, a jarring uh, article that was to see. Um, we, in this industry, in this region, what we, we knew this over the last so many years, this, we, we just, we've just been dormant. Just like the article says, there hasn't been anything really happening when it comes to, to energy projects, building LNG plants to, to, you know, uh, facilitate gas to the world. Okay. Uh, and, and become a major exporter. See, what people don't realize is, you know, that, that port, the Philadelphia port, the Delaware River, okay, right, that runs between, you know, the New Jersey coast and, and, and uh, Pennsylvania coast, Philadelphia, um, that is a major, major port, okay? Quite simply, you know, if you're able to make the product, you know, let's say if you have an LNG plant along the river, in, in Philadelphia or Delaware County, it, it, in, and you make LNG as compared to an LNG plant in the Gulf Coast, okay? Now, if you're shipping that, exporting that over to Europe, it cuts down on a third of the time compared to the Gulf Coast, okay? Sure. But here we are, the administration, uh, and I was glad to see this, um, you know, they just kind of gave the green light about a week or two ago to uh, to see two uh, LNG plants built down in the Gulf Coast, and, and I was very glad to see that. And and you know the administration is is uh, you know uh, coming to their senses when it comes to you know the need for to help our allies. Okay, 
when it comes to energy. Um, why not have one in the Philadelphia region, in Delaware County, or, or somewhere you know along that Delaware Port area, uh, Delaware River area? Um, uh, you know, it would be significant to be able to get our product overseas that much quicker. Okay, and Jimmy, um, let me just jump in there for a second because. What 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 appears? I mean, this is at this point though time sensitive, and it seems like Putin. Of course, he understands what's going on with the environmental left here in in America. It's almost like he's using them as a pawn, and he's waited until we've waited so long. Okay, he shuts everything. It's going to take some time to get all that stuff up and running. And at this point, you know, we, you know, we, we we got caught with our hand in the kitten bag. You know what I mean? It's like. Um, you, you know, we we have the resources. We can do all those things, but um, he just shut it off now. Like you said, it, it, you know, it's not rocket science. We knew it was a, a possibility and likely, and here we are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it, it, we we don't want to make light of a horrific situation. What's going on? But you know, we don't want to say, "Hey, we told you so." But once again, these are things we talked about on this show, yep. you know, uh, on this platform. On the first show. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's the truth. So, um, you know, look, some environmental uh, uh, people, they're, they're saying, well, you know, uh, LNG plant, yeah, you want to build one. It's going to take X amount of years, you know, and, and in that meantime, you know, Europe's still suffering. Well, what do we do? Do we just continue to sit on our hands? Listen, if it, if it wasn't for the extreme far left and the environmental uh, uh, branch, um, you know, over the last handful of years, we'd already had an LNG plant built on that Delaware River. Or we already would have had LNG plants built down in the Gulf Coast. But, you know, uh, you know there, there have been politicians that cater to that, that, that uh, uh, you know, crazy wing uh, yep. of the Democratic Party. And, and boom. Nothing was built, and and once again, you know, you know, our our enemy, and they see, you know, at one time we were we were the, the number one exporter of energy, you know, and it wasn't too long ago; it was just a few just a few years ago, right? Um, you know, we always talked for years and years and years of being energy uh, independent, yeah. and we got to that point, and just within a matter of a few years, we're not there anymore, and and. So, so, you know, to my friends that are anti-energy or anti-LNG, at the time, is, we need to do something now. Right. Now. We're the leader in the world, all right? And, and we need to start building these things now. That's, that's right now permits, you know, and, 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 and enough of the BS, all right? We're, once again, we're at a critical point right now in the world. And this is serious business. Hey, listen, you tell them poor people in, in the Ukraine, I mean, they, they, need, they, need, they need energy, okay? And what are we going to tell them? No, we're not there to help you. We're not there. Well, well we're not sure about building LNGs, and we're, we're just not sure about it. Those people need our help. Bottom line. Absolutely. Jim Snell, local, Steamfitters Local 420, joining us here uh, on the Labor and Energy Show. Jimmy, as J-Doc had mentioned, next uh, week, um, 
we'll have you on the program again. It'll be a different conversation in some ways. You'll be sitting with um, Marcella Shale. We'll be on location to do that show. I bring that up, one, as a programming alert for our listening audience, and then two, um, to kind of create a visual perspective for people tuning in and listening who don't quite understand the intimate conversations that occur with political leaders and those that are are, are people of influence. They don't understand um, anything except the messaging that they hear. What is that like when you're in conversation with a, a senator or a congressperson or somebody in a position to do something? Do they understand it? Do they not understand it? Are they feeling pressure? Talk to us about that. Well, before you, and while you're doing it, I want you to answer about Martina White's um, legislation here because it goes hand in hand with what Joe's talking about. Absolutely. And I was just going to bring that up. Well, to to Krause's question, um, yes, there have been absolutely conversations with, and I'll leave their names out of it, but prominent politicians in the area, okay? And as a matter of fact, at the end of this month, we have a, 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 a quiet meeting scheduled with a prominent politician, okay, uh, in regards to exactly what we're talking about. Um, I, I believe, and, and not people on both, both, uh, from both parties as well, but I believe people know what the right is. Politicians know what the right thing to do is, okay? And I, I kind of feel the tide turning in, in the right direction yep. of late. And, and unfortunately, because of the, 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 the horrific uh, pictures we're seeing you know, from Ukraine, um, people know what needs to be done. We need to be the number one exporter of energy, period. Absolutely. But you still do have those couple people that are out there that look at their polling, that that, you know, still listen to the crazy progressive wing of the Democratic Party. They're scared of these environmentalists. And listen, I think they're on the wrong side of the fence right now. Um, We need more people, okay, like Martina White, all right, uh, state uh, state representative uh, from Northeast Philly. Martina basically said enough is enough. You know, um, she's seen the lack of, of energy projects being done in, in this region along the uh, Delaware River, the Philadelphia ports. Um, she was uh, keenly aware of what what people want to do along that river, and she decided enough was enough and wanted to pass a bill and, uh, you know, long and short, she wants to create an LNG task force and uh, to, to figure out how we can get this moving, you know, quickly and as efficiently as possible. And, you know, uh, kudos to, to Martina for, for doing that. And, and listen, uh, kudos to everybody who voted in favor of the bill. I expect that bill to, to pass the state Senate uh, with ease. And, and, and I am pretty darn sure that our governor, Governor Wolf, understands the situation as well. Um, listen, there's another, there's another individual, Governor Wolf. He, you know, he... He took a beating. He took a beating when it came to from members of his own party. That that crazy uh, progressive wing. Yeah, that way. Some of those from the Chester County, Montgomery County area, and, and they said some pretty nasty stuff about the governor when it came to that Mariner East uh, pipeline project. 
but he, 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 he stood his ground, he knew what the right thing to do was, and, and those, those pipelines are done now. And, and we're on the verge of an economic boom coming out of that uh, Marcus Hook energy transfer area. So, you know, with people like the governor, people like Martina White, oh, and by the way, they're, they're, you know, they're in different parties. They, they get it. They really do. And I think more and more people are getting it. Yeah, Jimmy, no question about it. And, and the thing is, people were ignoring the signs for years and years and, and, and just not paying attention. We got caught behind the eight ball. My opinion is this. If you're not for the Ukraine, you're against the Ukraine. We can't help them now. Like you said, okay, we got to jump back on this. We got to make sure we get the legislation like, you know, Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia region, Marcus Hook, Marcellus Shell, one of the most booming natural energy, you know, resources in the world. Okay. And we tied our hands behind our own back. It's time to untie them and go get done what needs to get done and help people around the world who cannot help themselves. Well, and the ramifications, and Jim Snow, I'm going to come to you for last thought, because I know you're up against the clock. The ramifications of getting something done extend far outside of the Philadelphia region, far outside, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Delaware, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, across the country, across the nation um, are some of those ramifications. We need to keep the pedal or the uh, the pedal on the gas. Uh, we need to get a this new thing strategy, turned, brother, turned, a new strategy turned around. Jimmy Snell, last word, brother, before we say goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we have people, we have major players in, in the gas world that are absolutely sniffing around down here uh, along that river, okay, uh, at the Philadelphia port, all right? They know what needs to be done. The Philadelphia building trades know what needs to be done. Many people, many politicians in this area, they, they know privately what needs to be done. We just, uh, uh, enough of the, enough of the, the, the fighting and, and the bickering, these projects need to get done to basically help help the world. And that's the truth. We need to become that major exporter of energy. Absolutely. And also, and also by the way, it creates jobs. It's yeah. an economic engine along that river. Let's keep it going. Absolutely. I can't agree more. Let's And let's focus on uh, technologies like carbon capture and create a new strategy so Absolutely. that we can, we, can, we can maintain our energy independence, our strength around the world, support our allies against monsters like Putin, and, yep. like you said, maintain our economy, jobs, the whole... Where, where's the downside? Jimmy, uh, and by the way, Martina White's going to be coming on in a couple of weeks to talk about that legislation. So, I mean, we're all on the same page, buddy. Thank Thank you so much for joining us on the on the labor and energy, my friend, the labor well, and energy listen, show. Once again, like you guys have stated, it's about changing the narrative, and and I'm starting to sense that. Okay, Absolutely. we just got to keep, like you said, you know. Pedal to the metal, and we just got to keep pushing. All right. right. Absolutely. Great stuff from Jim Snell. This is the Labor and Energy Show. We'll take a break. J Doc and I'll be back on the other side, back in a moment. Thanks for listening to tonight's Labor and Energy Special. Now it's time for Did You Know? A public service announcement from the providers of this program. Did you know that CO2 can be safely and permanently stored underground? Did you know? 
First chartered in 1903, Steamfitters Local 420 has been constructing and installing mechanical systems throughout the Delaware Valley for over a century. United by excellence, this local is proud to have worked on projects such as the Sun Oil Refineries, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and the stadiums for all our Philly teams. From helmets to hard hats, Local 420 represents the history of Philadelphia. Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell, business manager. PBF Energy wants you to know hidden RIN costs are adding almost 30 cents to every gallon at the pump and pushing independent American refineries to the brink. It doesn't have to be this way. President Biden can lower gas prices and protect thousands of union refinery jobs by fixing the renewable fuel standard. And he should. Visit FuelingUSJobs.com slash take action to urge President Biden to stop the RIN sanity and fix the renewable fuel standard today. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast for potential clients and customers, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428 and ask for this radio special. Our partnership will enhance your business and your social media presence. Guaranteed. That's right. Guaranteed. And your monthly cost? As low as $500. Plus, you'll work with a 38-year media veteran and a Jacob Media team that dominates on YouTube and utilizes a bucket of assets that will support your professional podcast. All for the low monthly cost of $500. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. Portions of tonight's labor and energy special are being supported by the members of the labor union community, including Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell, business manager, the Eastern Atlantic States Regional Council of Carpenters, and the United Steelworkers. And back here on the Labor and Energy Show with J. Doc and Krause. Special thanks to Jim Snell, of course, joining us and speaking big words. Um, and really, uh, as he said, to end that segment, J. Doc, we just need to continue to educate uh, the listening public as we roll along here uh, on the Labor and Energy Show. We're going to kind of switch gears, pardon the pun, but we're going to transition uh, into a conversation about electric cars. I'll tell you about our guest um, in in just a moment, but um, let me give you a quick, just a second or two or a minute or two to kind of recap what Jimmy said, and I also want you to set the table for next week's program. Um, it's our, our conversation uh, with Marcellus Shale. The ramifications of what's happening and what could happen are really, really significant. They will continue to impact every single person listening to the Labor and Energy Show. Yeah, Joe, I mean, first of all, what Jimmy talked about, um, listen, uh, the people in the Ukraine uh, overseas that, you know, we, we, we have an obligation and we don't have to. We've talked about it a million times. The narrative, by the way, Joe, is changing itself. OK, we anybody with common sense. And it, it's funny because we always talk about it. The hypotheticals um, never come into play. OK, you always you always sit there and say, well, if, if we don't build, uh, maintain our, uh, you know, our, our, our uh, energy resources and our energy independence, this is what can happen, A, B, C and D. And in, in this particular area, the, the far left is totally blown over that. Now, here we are caught with our pants down and not prepared. 
And like Jimmy Snell said, you can see in Washington, D.C., you can see in Harrisburg and a lot of different places that you haven't seen in a while that the narrative is changing because reality is setting in, my friend. And we are going to be bringing in the players. Joe, let's let's even mention the, the Labor and Energy Summit that we're going to have when we bring all the labor leaders, all the um, energy leaders, all the individuals of political leaders all together on a, on a, on a Zoom that we're going to air on the on, on the broadcast. I mean, there's so much that we got going, and we're playing catch up here, but we got we to save these, these situations, and we got uh, from a madman, okay? We, we have to, we, you know, we, we can't allow this to ever, ever happen again. So, um, you know, Joe, you know, I can't wait to do it, but it's, it sucks that, that, that we all waited too long. And some madman who knows what's going on here, he's playing the economic, the environmental left like a fiddle. He's, it's almost like he's, he's been calling the shots and here we are. It's a joke. Or the pressure that's generated by the environmental left just drives me crazy. And the politicians in this country that are unwilling to stand up and vote for the working person, um, and as Jimmy had mentioned, and we know is a true reality, uh, dollars that are uh, jobs create dollars. They create a tax base. They create a community. They put people to work. They fuel What's our li- They fuel our lives. That's the end. Well, That's the reality of it. No question about it, Joe. But at one point, somebody said, okay, and it's so funny because Jimmy just mentioned, Jimmy Snell just mentioned the fact that um, energy independence, we had it. We always wanted it. We had it. And we gave it. Somebody decided soon after we had it that we're just going to cut the faucet off and we're going to start a whole new concept of, 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 of um, renewables 100%. It was a fantasy world. It's, we built our entire energy infrastructure across the planet on uh, you know fossil fuels and 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 uh, and standard energy and all those things instead of sitting there and co- and and working really 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 hard on carbon capture and different technologies that lower emissions and are better for the environment we decided the only way to do this is to shut ourselves down and there's a madman overseas in, in Russia who saw, thought probably that was the greatest plan in the world. And by the way, probably over in China, they're all building their own factories over there at their own standards, emissions going through the roof, all those things that we cannot control. In the meantime, we just gave our independence up to those wackos over there. Folks, we need to be energy independent in the great country of the United States of America. We'll take a short break here on the Labor and Energy Show with uh, Jay Doc and Krause. As we go to the break, ponder this question. If you buy an electrical vehicle, if you buy a vehicle that's an electric car or an electric truck, is it a good thing or not? Our next guest will enlighten us about the batteries and what it takes to fuel or to power that electric vehicle. Back in a moment. Thanks for listening to tonight's Labor and Energy Special. Now it's time for Did You Know? A public service announcement from the providers of this program. Did you know wind power depends on hydrocarbons? That's because inside those turbines are gears and axles, a generator, all sorts of moving and turning parts. And moving parts need lubrication. And lubrication means oil. Did you know? 
What's a Boilermaker? We're the skilled welders, riggers, and craftspeople who will help you grow your competitive edge. We step up when others step back, and we do the job right, on time, on budget, and safely. No drama, just results every time. We're the International Brotherhood of Boilermakers, and everything we do begins with our bond. Let's get to work together. Visit bestintrade.com. PBF Energy wants you to know hidden RIN costs are adding almost 30 cents to every gallon at the pump and pushing independent American refineries to the brink. It doesn't have to be this way. President Biden can lower gas prices and protect thousands of union refinery jobs by fixing the renewable fuel standard. And he should. Visit fuelingusjobs.com slash take action to urge President Biden to stop the RIN sanity and fix the renewable fuel standard today. Portions of tonight's Labor and Energy Special are presented by PBF Energy and supported by members of the labor union community, a collaborative to educate the public and change the narrative. And back here on the Labor and Energy Show with J-Doc and Krause. Again, one programming alert for next week, J-Doc. Uh, the, pre- or the CEO of Marcellus Shale uh, will join us. We'll be at Steamfitters Local 420. We'll do the full hour uh, of the Labor and Energy Show. That all coming up one week from today. Uh, that's a week in advance. And as you mentioned, our big, big uh, conference uh, with union leaders, uh, energy leaders, decision makers, uh, we're planning that. We're going to put all of that together. Uh, so we've got a lot of good stuff cooking on the Labor and Energy Show. Yeah, man. The, the Labor and Energy Summit is, is is coming. Can't wait to provide it to everybody. Uh, right now, speaking of industry leaders, I'm ecstatic to bring into the broadcast Mark Mills, who's a senior fellow with uh, the Manhattan Institute and a, a faculty fellow with the McCormick School of Engineering and Applied Science at Northwestern University. Mark, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's our pleasure, and and uh, having said that, um, just so for our listeners, Mark's an expert in the critical mineral, minerals needed to energize the batteries for electrical vehicles, and and that's important because there's so much talk about just cutting, you know, cutting a, the, 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 the automobile industry in half and now going 100% electric, and we're going to learn a lot about that right now. We're talking labor and energy, and, and we're going to get right into it. Before we... Do the mark, if, if, if you will, if for the general public, the listeners who may not be un- understand what mm. what critical minerals are and what they have to do with electric cars. Could you you know give us a, a two minute tutorial there? Sure. I mean, it begins. This is kind of like uh, we'll call it machinery one hundred and one. Everything on the planet is made from stuff. <laughs> Think about look around you, right? It's, Human beings have had to mine things from the earth to get things like copper, nickel, and, uh, you know, iron and aluminum. And this goes back to before written history. The oldest industry in the world is copper mining, in fact, and predates human history back to 9,000 B.C. So we've this is a, a thing we forget because we've gotten very good at sort of distancing ourselves from the essential activities, labor, if you like, and materials that go into making everything possible. Now, did you say 9,000 B.C.? B.C., okay. yeah. You no. might not know my partner, Joe Krause, but I think he was around back then. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later, but yeah. Exactly. And I've been around for a while, too. In fact, I even worked for a mining company when I was a, young, a younger professional in Canada that mined uranium, gold, and silver in the Northwest Territory. So I've 
had the uh, the pleasure, frankly, of working with uh, the the mining industry as a as a young man. That was a, an interesting detour from um, doing missile guidance and semiconductors, but. Right. But back to back to the energy reality. So every you know this is this is the essence of the real world we live in. Every energy service, um, whether it's to manufacture something or to move a person or heat a building, involves mining minerals to build machines to make the energy or power service possible. So you obviously have misstated. It's obvious, right? Steel in a car, and if you have a lithium battery, you know, surprise, surprise, you have to mine lithium. But you have to mine a lot of aluminum, too, and you have to mine a lot of copper to make electrical connections, and you have to mine nickel, and you have to mine manganese and things that are called rare earths. Uh, they're not rare. <clears throat> they have rare properties like neodymium, which makes magnets and electric motors particularly efficient and powerful. So it, it just, that's just a fact. Then what you would do if you were serious about energy accounting, environmental uh, accounting, and geopolitical risks in the economy, you would want to know how much stuff do I have to dig up to deliver a road mile or make a car or to deliver a unit of heat or a, you know, a unit of light? How much stuff do I have to dig up to build machines to go the route that we've been doing for a couple centuries, which is burning hydrocarbons in combustion turbines and internal combustion engines? And then if I go the other route, let's, we'll stick with cars. I make a battery electric vehicle. Uh, how much stuff do I have to dig up? We know the answer to this, by the way. Most people have been ignoring it, especially policymakers for quite a long time. It takes about a thousand percent on average, but it can be 1,000 to 4,000 percent. But let's just stay with a small number. It takes a thousand percent increase in the quantity of minerals that you mine to deliver the same unit of energy service. Okay, well, what I mean by that, to build a car that goes a mile and does it for 100,000 miles, or to build a, a power plant that delivers electricity for 30 years, right? You've You've got to Big stuff up, but the increased quantity of things needed is off the charts high. Let me put it in very concrete terms. The electric car, a typical one, Tesla's a terrific car. There's lots of electric cars now. The fuel tank, the battery, weighs a thousand pounds. It's just a pretty heavy tank, right? And it replaced the gasoline tank that weighs about a hundred pounds of gasoline. So a hundred pounds of gasoline is replaced with a thousand pound battery to get the same range. To manufacture the 1,000-pound battery, you have to dig out of the earth rocks that contain copper and uh, lithium and nickel. and aluminum. About 500,000 pounds of stuff has to be mined to produce one battery for one car. Well, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, lot and of then stuff. the question you'd ask, yeah, where, where do you mine it? I mean, this is the other thing you'd care about. So this, that much stuff certainly has environmental impacts. It has costs, which is why batteries are expensive, by the way. It takes a lot of stuff uh, to replace gasoline. Gasoline is incredibly energy dense. And then this, most of the stuff is mined elsewhere. We're pretty hostile to mining in America, uh, have been for some time. So the mining industry hasn't shrunk in absolute terms for 40 years, but it hasn't grown really either. So as the world's expanded, the new mining has been going on elsewhere. Maybe the most important thing is, just like oil, when it comes out of the ground, you can't typically burn it. You have to refine it to make gasoline. Well, you, you can't just you know dig copper out of the earth and use it. You have to refine the copper ores to make pure copper. Sure. This is true for all the minerals. So all the, the the dominant mining is outside of America, which put differently means we're exporting money and jobs to those mining companies around the world. Okay. Some using slave labor, as you know, child labor. True. 
Right. Well, we know that for a fact that uh, the cobalt mines in, in the Congo, the Democratic Republic of Congo, yep. talking about an oxymoron, uh, you've used uh, slave labor. We also know that the labor practices in general are pretty sloppy in most of those, many of those countries and a lot of corruption. But let's just – it's a lot to set aside. Set that aside for a minute. You, you'd want to know where the concentration of supply exists. You know, with oil and, and oil, for example, OPEC has about one third of the world's uh, market, and we're the other, you know, big Kahuna, if you like, uh, in that market. When it comes to the energy minerals, China has about sixty percent of the world's market share in producing the energy minerals needed to make electric cars, solar panels, and wind turbines. So they have double the market share globally of the critical energy minerals that OPEC has for critical hydrocarbons. That's a pretty, um, you know, if Staggering. you care about geopolitics. Yeah. That's, that's not a, let's just say, I don't think that's a great trade. Exactly. Uh, and no one is proposing to increase mining and refining at the scales needed in, in America or Europe or, frankly, anywhere in the world. So that's, that's a long two-minute tutorial. But these, these are incredibly important, immutable facts that attend to this industry and policymakers are rushing down a path that will not only mean we won't actually get those materials, but is the world's not producing enough copper, never mind all the exotic stuff that people have come to learn here about, like neodymium or cobalt, copper, again, yeah, copper, oldest metal mined by mankind. The world is not now mining, not planning to mine, doesn't have plans underway to mine, doesn't have financing for producing enough copper sufficient to meet the so-called energy transition goals. It's just, it doesn't matter how much money you throw at it, it we're not going to be producing it at the scales we need it in well, the next decade. Mark, let me jump in there for a second. Um, you know, it, it, it's amazing. Okay, I have, I have two questions here right off the bat, because you, you took us in, 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 in such a uh, uh, way. It almost, I don't know the history of, uh, of this, but it's almost as, as if, you know, you, you talk about, what, 9,000 B.C. Uh, when this all started. Let me just say this. Um, it, it, it's almost like people, you know, they made the decisions back then. What was the most realistic energy source? We chose our path, and now we're yeah. on it, and we want to go back. Maybe this is why we didn't do that in the first place, because we don't have those resources. Okay, it sounds, you know, and, and, and we're just taking ourselves back 10,000 years. That's number one. And do the environmentalists know this, that we're, try, we're going to walk down a path that we're never really going to be able to achieve? Do people understand that? We all care about the environment. Shouldn't we be working towards um, a cleaner, you know, cleaning up, uh, you know, our, our emissions and doing things? Things, uh, to support what we're already doing right now, carbon capture, like I keep saying, and different areas, instead of shutting ourselves down and going down a path they probably decided 5,000 years ago wasn't a good idea. Well, you, 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 you nailed it. You cut to the chase exactly correctly. The reason the, reason the world was excited about the, the discovery of the ability to make gasoline and gas, you know, the first cars uh, were dominantly electric cars in the, uh, at the turn of the 20th century. Um, the electric car was the car of choice because it was the battery, the lead-acid battery, that allowed you to, to make it work. And it was a pretty lousy choice <clears throat> until the discovery of uh, the ability to refine oil and the gasoline and, and making a suitable internal combustion engine. And then along comes Henry Ford, and the rest, as they say, is history. It was a terrific direction to take for the economic and environmental efficiency of the automobile, just un unquestionably. And you're absolutely right. Going the path of increasing the use of materials and minerals 
digging stuff out of the earth, increasing the quantities needed to support society is a reversal of history and a reversal of progress. It's the wrong direction. Do they, do they the environmentalists, know this? Uh, well, you know, it's a big community. Uh, we're all environmentalists in the sense that we all obviously want exactly. a clean environment. No, we're not a world of destroy the earth human beings. We just aren't. That only happens when there's poverty, and you don't impoverish people uh, deliberately, I hope. And that path, that so-called green path, impoverishes people. I think that certainly here's the problem. Everywhere in the world so far that new mines are planned or opened, pretty, pretty much universally, environmental groups oppose it and make it difficult to open the mines because those environmental groups uh, understand, let's just, I'll give them credit in this sense, the challenge in mining uh, in an environmentally uh, appropriate way. It's not easy. We can do it, but it's not easy. Uh, and they've driven mining out of America, making it much too difficult to open mines. Well, we want to, we want to open up a big to... mine in, in Center City, Philadelphia, uh, in honor of our, <laughs> our far-left environmentalists who don't think we give a crap about the environment. Here. Let's just do it right at Broad and Vine and see how everything right. goes. It's just ridiculous. Well, you know, if, you look at a, if you want to look at a picture of what a copper mine looks like, you know, people can use the magic Dr. Google machine and look up largest copper mine in the world. It's in Chile. Yeah, it's a, uh, a hole that would not only swallow Philadelphia, it would swallow the entire region by miles and be about a mile deep. I mean, it, you know, mining, <laughs> mining is a very difficult business. And I, I think there's a naivete in many environmental circles. They don't Absolutely. actually don't know what I've just described. Well, well that's, a big, those, that's, that's a great point there. What, it, what, it's, it's a trade-off in the, in, in the environment. It's not like we're going, it's not like we're going unscathed here, man. It creates here's, what a whole I here's what I don't understand as I consume and listen to Mark Mills and J-Doc. I didn't realize you had such a bullseye approach uh, uh, to this, well, do, uh, well done by you, Mark. Here's what I don't understand, and I'm consuming this information like many of the listeners. I don't understand why. Why are we here? Why? Why is yeah. this happening? You know, I, I I will say what I often say on the when people learn the facts, and I and I think these are not hard facts to learn. They're not like uh, the, the famous fake news. It's easy to find out where minerals come from, how much we, we, we produce. And, and the fact that the United States depends on imports for 100%, 100% of 17 key minerals. So we're, we're an energy exporter in oil and gas, but we're, gonna, we're a 100% dependent importer for many, most minerals. So the why, the, 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 the what it is, what is true is, I will call it a physics reality. And I'm a physicist, so I like to deal with that. But I'm also a realist. And invariably, you get to the why. And those are political and psychological questions, obviously. Right. right. Yeah. I guess the answer is follow the money, right? Find out who's, who's benefiting from these things, and then you get the answer to the why. And, and Mark, let me just say this, because we're going to do many segments uh, you know, with you on this. There's can so I, much to talk can about. I do two hours with Mark I, Mills I, that's what I'm on saying. the Labor and Energy right. Show? This has been unbelievable. Mark, we only have about a minute and a half, okay? I want to I uh, real quickly uh, plug your book, The Cloud Revolution, um, if you can give us 30, you know, I hate to keep doing this because, you know, <laughs> but if, if you can give us 35, 40 seconds, uh, uh, a little bit about what it is and where people can get it because it's really good stuff, man. Well, I appreciate that. Well, the, the usual Amazon machine or any place you, you know, it's a main, mainstream book, as they say, it's a book about where technology is going, about which I'm profoundly optimistic. I'm realistic about politics, the why challenge. 
but we live at a, a time that's very exciting about what, what we can do to improve our life and well-being and, and wealth and comforts and healthcare. And that's what my book's about. So I'm profoundly optimistic. There's a lot about energy in it. Things I've just said are in there, several, several of the chapters. So thanks for mentioning it. Uh, if people want to be excited about our future, um, they should read my book. Absolutely. Really good stuff from Mark Mills joining us here, an expert in critical minerals and just for clarity and um, for transparency, also a partner in an energy tech firm and a really educated man. Well done, Mark Mills. Thanks for joining us here uh, on the Labor and Energy Show. Uh, appreciate it very much, sir. We will talk to you on the other side. Thank you much. Thanks for, thanks for, uh, for doing this. Let me know when it uh, airs and I'll make sure. My peeps help your peeps promote it, as they say. I love it. Good, Sounds great. Uh, great stuff. J-Doc and I will take a break here. This is the Labor and Energy Show. Back in a moment. Thanks for listening to tonight's Labor and Energy Special. Now it's time for Did You Know? A public service announcement from the providers of this program. Did you know experts agree that a technology called carbon capture and storage, or CCS, will be crucial to mitigating the risks of climate change? Did you know? PBF Energy wants you to know hidden RIN costs are adding almost 30 cents to every gallon at the pump and pushing independent American refineries to the brink. It doesn't have to be this way. President Biden can lower gas prices and protect thousands of union refinery jobs by fixing the renewable fuel standard. And he should. Visit FuelingUSJobs.com slash take action to urge President Biden to stop the RIN sanity and fix the renewable fuel standard today. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast for potential clients and customers, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professional produce your company podcast call jacob media right now at 267-261-3428 and ask for this radio special our partnership will enhance your business and your social media presence guaranteed that's right guaranteed and your monthly cost as low as 500 dollars. plus you'll work with a 38 year media veteran and a jacob media team that dominates on youtube and utilizes a bucket of assets that will support your professional podcast All for the low monthly cost of $500. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. And back here on the Labor and Energy Show with J-Doc and Krause. Man, really, really good stuff from both of our guests today. We started out with Jim Jim Snell and then finished up with Mark Mills. Two different conversations that we had today. Again, both very, very important, very different. Mark Mills, spectacular uh, with uh, his conversation. Again, my question, if you're going to go buy an electric car, do you know what you're buying and do you know what you're signing up for, number one? And then, of course, Jim Snell, we'll have him right back here again next week uh, with uh, the Marcella Shale conversation. Well, it's all part of the energy spectrum, man. And you, you can see that we have, as a society, structured ourselves in an incredibly efficient way. When you listen to Mark Mills, you talk about the mining it takes uh, you know, you know, to create one electric battery. 
I mean, the destruction it does um, to, to, to the earth, to, you know, our, our society, for crying out loud. Is it even a reality that we can actually do it? And the fact of the matter, and by the way, the slave labor that we're, that, that's going on in the Congo and, and where 60% uh, and, and in China, where 60% of, of, of the mining has to take place, and that's where the resources are. This has already been a, a planned, man, in, in, in regards to uh, our, the efficiency of our energy. And we have to make sure that we make the right decisions. And look at what's going on with our, our, our natural uh, energy resources here na in, in the United States. We can't even export them because we shut ourselves down. We have to come up with a better plan, Joe. And we're and listen, having guys like uh, Jim Snell and 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 uh, Mark Mills on and Dave Callahan coming up this week, we want to educate people, but we also want to be all on the same page so that we can lead a, an environmental, um, a, a environmentally successful life and still maintain our resources and our independence and our environment. So we're we're. We're hitting on all fuel cylinders. Uh, good stuff. That's going to do it for this edition of the Labor and Energy Show with Jadoc and Krause. We thank everybody for t uh, for continuing uh, to tune in to us on a weekly basis. Uh, on behalf of all of our guests who have been part of the Labor and Energy Show today, and of course all of our listeners, on behalf of Jadoc and on behalf of um, our friends at PBF Energy, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's Labor and Energy Special. You can help. Call your congressperson before the upcoming midterm elections and join the movement to push back on RINs. This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. PBF Energy wants you to know hidden RIN costs are adding almost 30 cents to every gallon at the pump and pushing independent American refineries to the brink. It doesn't have to be this way. President Biden can lower gas prices and protect thousands of union refinery jobs by fixing the renewable fuel standard. And he should. Visit FuelingUSJobs.com slash take action to urge President Biden to stop the RIN sanity and fix the renewable fuel standard today. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast for potential clients and customers, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professional produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428 and ask for this radio special. Our partnership will enhance your business and your social media presence. Guaranteed. That's right. Guaranteed. And your monthly cost? As low as $500. Plus, you'll work with a 38-year media veteran and a Jacob Media team that dominates on YouTube and utilizes a bucket of assets that will support your professional podcast. Podcast, all for the low monthly cost of $500. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428.